0: Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, insights into personal wholeness for spirit, soul, and body. I'm a psychologist in private practice treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist to help you with your concerns. So this year I started a series called Principles for Transformation. Today we're going to look at barriers to transformation. So I'm going to Just review quickly some of the things from the last podcast and then look at those four barriers. I also have posted some bonus videos over the last few weeks related to this concept of transformation, understanding habits, triggers, and problem behavior, healthy personal boundaries, process of transformation, which I did with my brother, understanding yourself and others, and I just posted today the video toxic guilt and shame it overlaps some with what I'll be talking about today so on Spotify you can view these as a video on the other platforms I think you'll just get the audio portions by way of review last time we looked at the design of the personality and that's in First Thessalonians 5.23, that God created us spirit, soul, and body, and that we can be transformed from glory to glory into God's original design and purpose for us as we meditate on God's word, as we spend time in God's presence. That God provides Jesus, who paid for our sin, who shed his blood, and that allows us to to be empowered by the Holy Spirit when we've received Jesus and God provides the Word of God, the Bible, so that we can be transformed, so our minds can be renewed. And then our part is to cooperate with what we read in the Word of God, the nudges of the Spirit of God, and then be connected to the people of God. That if we are disconnected from the Word of God, if we harden our hearts to the Spirit of God, or if we aren't involved with a community of faith, that we're very likely to fall into some kind of error. We are designed to need other people. Physical maturity will probably occur as long as you have a healthy body, if you're born with a healthy body. But emotional maturity and spiritual maturity take some effort. So that's A very quick review of what we talked about in the last podcast. So today we're going to look at four barriers to that process of transformation. Pressure, which we all run into. Pressure will expose unhealed areas in our life. It can often expose blind spots. And that doesn't mean that we've done something wrong, and I don't believe that God sends suffering. But if we're in a position where we're under a lot of pressure or some crisis is occurring, then that is an opportunity to ask God, what is it you want me to learn from this? Again, it's not a punishment, but it is an opportunity to grow, to sink our roots in deeper. So what are these four barriers? One of the people that I have read and really learned from is Dr. James Maloney. He's with the Lord now. And one of the books that I found very helpful was called The Dancing Hand of God. What I'm going to share today is drawn from the first volume. There's two. And he describes four areas, sin, weights, mindsets, and veils. I find these very useful and interesting, so I'm going to share with you what Dr. Maloney had to say in his book, and then add some of my own comments. So first, let's start with sin. Sin is the first barrier. Now, obviously, if we don't have Jesus as our Savior, then that's a barrier to transformation because we don't have the Holy Spirit, so we're just operating out of the soul realm. And we saw last time that when we operate out of the soul realm, we're not accessing the Holy Spirit, whether we're saved or not. That our spirits connected to God through the Holy Spirit, through our faith in Jesus, that's where we receive resurrection power. So first in the category of sin, you want to make sure that you're saved, that you've asked Jesus to be your Savior. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us then that, that we become a new creation in Jesus Christ, something brand new, something unique. And then as we walk with the Lord, as we grow, you want to keep a clean slate. Now we're going to sin. We're human beings. It's messy. So when we do sin, we ask the Lord to forgive us. And then we can ask for a filling of the Holy Spirit. Now, we receive the Holy Spirit when we receive Jesus, but we can quench the Holy Spirit through our sin. And so we're told in Ephesians to be filled with the Spirit, and that's an ongoing process. I explain that in my podcast called Spirit Life, posted in October of 2022. So sin is the first barrier to transformation when we don't know Jesus as our Savior or Or when we are not confessing our sin and acknowledging it when we're making excuses for it or ignoring it. So we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and we can ask each day for a new filling. It's kind of like taking a shower. It's like stuff happens, you need to get cleaned up, and then you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's not a perfect analogy, but you get the idea. The second category that Dr. Maloney talks about are weights. And he says, Weights are not sin, but they're things that weigh us down. And an example that he used was worry. Worry is something that weighs us down. He also states that when we don't have good boundaries, that also becomes a weight because we're carrying things we're not supposed to carry. Hence the video I posted a few weeks ago on healthy personal boundaries. He also states that weights are things that we're trying to carry from our old season into a new season. They're periods where God does something new. He transitions us from one way of doing life and then something may happen a loss a change a move maybe your church closes or you have to change jobs or a relationship ends so you're kind of thrust into a new season and so we need to seek the Lord for wisdom what what do I want to get back into what routines and then what things aren't good for me anymore or at least don't belong in this season. They're not necessarily bad. So this is a simple example, but I think about 10 or 15 years ago, I was part of a church, and this church used a lot of worship banners. Maybe you've seen those. They're usually made out of some kind of material, and they often have one verse on them and some kind of visual, and you can hang them up. So the church I was part of back then had to move locations. So when you move locations, you have to change what's on the wall. Everything comes down when you move, and then you have to figure out what goes up. And there were two really beautiful worship banners, and I was hanging things up and putting them where they seemed to belong. And those two really beautiful banners, no matter where I wanted to put them, it just didn't seem right to me. And I said to one of the pastors, I said, I can't figure out where these belong. They just don't seem to go anywhere. And I think what he said to me in the nicest possible way was, well, those belong to the old season and we're in a new season. Well, that makes perfect sense. So I didn't worry about finding a place for those two banners. They were part of the past and it was time for fresh anointing, fresh ways of looking at worship and maybe different scripture to kind of hang our faith on. And so I just encourage you, it's a new year. God may be doing something new in you and we want to be sensitive and flexible if it's time to do something just a little bit different. And actually this series on the principles for transformation, hopefully I'm going to provide some ideas about that. So those were weights that uh, Dr. Maloney described. The third area that he describes as a barrier to transformation, he calls mindsets. And here are some of the things he listed as mindsets that might need adjusted if you have a lot of trauma in your life, you can develop thinking. It's trauma-based. It's victim thinking. It's passive. It's kind of helpless. And it's it stops being motivated by faith. My podcast on learned helplessness and mindsets, which I posted back in November of 2021, if this sounds like you, you might want to review those. No judgment here. I'm just saying this is a common one. And so If you don't address it, it will hold you back from advancing forward into the good things God has for you. Other mindsets that develop, if you've had a lot of rejection, you can end up with mindsets that are kind of stuck in rejection or shame or unbelief or grief. And all of these things can be normal feelings that last for a time after something bad happens, but we can get stuck in them. So again, that's why I posted that video today, Toxic Guilt and Shame. Our view of ourselves, our view of other people, of God, if those are kind of stuck and harsh, if we are striving, if we are perfectionists, then we can have more of a religious mindset as opposed to being being able to flow in the power and leaning of the Holy Spirit, where we're gritting our teeth to try to do what's right. And so that's where we cross over kind of into works instead of grace. And these are things I've talked about in other videos and other podcasts. And uh, you can review the last podcast if you need a little help with that. So those are some mindsets that Dr. Maloney points out. And the fourth area that he talks about that I'm going to focus on are veils. And I had never heard this concept before, but what he says about veils are, obviously a veil covers our face, covers our eyes, impedes our vision. He labels these as unbelief, the traditions of men, which are religious tradition that don't have power, deceptions about who Jesus is, and then things that are related to occult practices, that start to influence a whole culture. If you want to know more about that, I would say right now the person to listen to about the way that false religion, that occult practices influence culture would be Rabbi Jonathan Khan. He has a lot of books. His videos are all over YouTube. So I would direct you to him. So let's talk about veils. I did some additional personal study here because I just find this so interesting and useful. So I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, Isaiah 25, and this is verse 7. This verse talks about coverings and it talks about veils, and then I'm going to explain those, what they mean. He will destroy on the mountain, the mountain of the Lord, the covering of the face that is cast over the heads of all peoples in mourning. And the veil of profound wretchedness that is woven and spread over all nations. So, I looked these up. What's the covering of the face, and what are the veils of wretchedness? So, the covering of the face, if you look it up in the original, and you can do that on Bible Hub, the covering of the face is more personal, and that relates to emotions, moods, dispositions, attitudes, can be anger or shame, mindsets, trauma, rejection. So this kind of fits with Dr. what Dr. Maloney was talking about. He labeled them as mindsets. I would call some of those really emotional, emotional pain. So these are things that interfere with us seeing God accurately, also enabling us to have face-to-face encounters with the Lord. And by that, I mean like personal encounters where we're not just hearing what other people think or where our faith isn't just intellectual, but where we can sense the presence of God. And when we read his word, that we sense his presence and his peace. But our faith isn't meant to be just something in our heads. We are designed body, soul, and spirit. And the transformation transcends all of these areas. So the covering of the face from this verse is related to our personal pain, emotions, attitudes, dispositions and if we address these things that assists us in removing the covering so the second part of that verse talks about the veil of profound wretchedness that is woven and spread over all nations so what are these veils i looked those up and it says that they're woven So if something's woven, it's repetitive. So these can be repetitive types of sin that occur in geographical areas, in generations after generations of culture, and other commentaries compare it to a shroud of death. So these are things that choke off the life of God. Spiritual blindness, and these are related to blindness in a culture where there's pagan worship blood sacrifices, things that are an abomination to the Lord that affect the whole geographical area and affect the spiritual climate of an area. Without much thought, you can probably think of places that are known for spiritual darkness or that are known for witchcraft or for sin. So those things, those areas have a veil over them. And if you live there, it's going to have an impact on your ability to to feel God's presence. Many people report they can feel a difference when they visit certain places. And it doesn't have to be huge geographical areas. It can be small areas. So again, I would point you to the work of Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He spells his name C-A-H-N. He has a lot to say about how these pagan practices or spiritual rebellion affect entire cultures. So we don't want a covering, and we don't want a veil, according to this verse. Now the good news is, in Hebrews 10, verses 19 and 20, we're told what Jesus did for us. Therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of holies, by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus, by this fresh new and living way which Jesus initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, the veil of the holy of holies, that is through his flesh. So when Jesus died on the cross, it says that the veil in the temple that separated people from the presence of God, it was torn. And this is teaching us that when we enter into a relationship with Jesus, these veils no longer have the same power. Now, we might have to take some steps to address the veils, the coverings, but there is a way now to do that through Jesus Christ. So how do we do that? Well, we can position ourselves to receive breakthrough. We can address individual mindsets or attitudes or pain that you know you carry with you that's a problem, weights that you carry with you, strongholds of sin that you're having trouble breaking. God gives grace to us to help us move through these things, but we have to know they're there in order to cooperate with God to remove them. And I'm going to go back to 2 Corinthians 3.18, which I've been using a lot as we talk about transformation. We all, as with an unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. So again, participating, cooperating, reading the word of God, being sensitive to what the spirit of God is telling us to do. Being connected to a body of believers, a community of faith, where we're going to get input that helps open up our eyes to places where we have blind spots. These are the ways that God moves us from glory to glory. And that is a personal choice. So I want to mention some resources and then pray a blessing. So I've mentioned quite a few other podcasts today that I've done that Mindsets and Learned Helplessness that I posted in November of 2021. There are a couple of podcasts there. The Spirit Life podcast that I posted Ten nine twenty-two. if you didn't listen to the last podcast that explains more about transformation and body soul and spirit i would encourage you to do that and the bonus videos i've posted lately on understanding habits triggers and problem behavior healthy personal boundaries the process of transformation understanding yourself and others and then toxic guilt and shame So I have a lot of materials. Those are free. My YouTube channel has over 90 videos. You can find these on my YouTube channel if you'd rather view those there. And a reminder, my books are on Amazon. So let me pray a blessing for us. And this is based on 2 Corinthians 4, 7. So we thank you, Lord, that within our bodies, you have deposited your treasure, your light of the gospel, your resurrection life in our spirits, that even though we are made of clay, that we are vessels of earth, that your grandeur and your greatness and your power can be shown in us. It can be reflected in our lives as we yield to you. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing. I pray you'd help this listener access your power, your peace and your transformational revelation today as they open your word and as they gaze on you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening. And if this helped you, share it with a friend.